Here we are, All Things Unexplained. Guess who's back? Back again. Smitty's back. Hey. Hey. Tell a friend. Here, here's Larry, Smitty. All Things Unexplained. Hosted by Dr. Mounts. Let's face it, we were always ready to roll without him anyway. <laughs> C.J. Derringer. Ain't nobody perfect, right? And Smitty Neves. I've never planned out hardly anything my whole life. I just free ball. Featuring Cajun Man. I'm just old nobody, somebody looking for somebody. Here we are. We're back again. Don't have C.J. with us tonight, but that's okay because, like I said, guess who's back? Smitty's back. Welcome back, Smitty. Hey, it's good to be back. Sorry I had to miss. It's been a little crazy. Thank it's okay. The crowd is going wild for Smitty being going back. Wild. So you missed a good show with the Smitty. We had Cheryl Costone talking about UFOs with us and mysticism. I say we just dive right into it tonight. You ready? Yep, I'm ready. I was born ready. Born ready. Like Rambo. So, tonight, I just want to take a look at, at some of the current news and, and kind of contrast it with how it applies to this show. Russia has invaded Ukraine. I just want to dive right into some headlines, some headlines from the past couple of years. These are, these are headlines that we've been over on this show, and then we're going to progress, see how they apply or don't apply to the current Russia-Ukraine situation, the threat of nuclear war. Etc. So headline, The Hill, October 2019, Three Reasons to Investigate the U.S. Navy UFO Incidents. So this is in October 2019, Three Reasons to Investigate the U.S. Navy UFO Incidents. Smitty, what do you think those three reasons were? In 2019, why we should investigate the Navy videos. Uh, that they think they might be something that's Russian would be one of them. That's a good guess. Uh, that we might be developing some kind of type of weapon that the Russians are not aware of. And that, uh, that maybe their aliens are wanting to make contact. Good guesses. So here's the three reasons. And those make a lot of sense, by the way, what you just said. Number one, the national security implications of getting to the bottom of these incidents are beyond obvious. That's what they say. In addition to posing a serious collision risk, determining the nature of the objects, whether benign, easily explainable phenomenon, or potentially threatening, is of critical importance. Indeed, by some accounts, such incidents are occurring with increased frequency. Now listen to this. Moreover, advanced physics-challenging technology would be the holy grail for any nation. Given the anti-democratic and authoritarian inclinations of some major world powers, sound like anybody we know? Yep. It is imperative that such capabilities fall into, quote, the right hands. Pretty mind-boggling, quote. From 2019. Oh, yeah. 
I'm assuming they would mean the right hands as in the United States of America. Yeah, so it actually said in parentheses, for example, Democratic. Yeah. Democratic hands. So, number two. Three reasons to investigate the U.S. Navy UFO incidents from 2019. You did not say this one, Smitty. Global warming. Yeah, I didn't <laughs> think of that. Now, so, Smitty, take, let's table the global warming, but don't forget about it because okay. I'd like to circle back to that a little bit later. Remember that, October 2019... Global warming is a major reason to investigate the Navy UFO sightings. Number three, in the event that such capability exists, mere knowledge thereof should prompt a fundamental shift away from humanity's baser priorities, like war, in favor of loftier, nobler objectives. What would be the loftier, noble more noble objectives that you could accomplish with that type of technology, I wonder. Green energy, of course. Becoming oh, yeah, that's true. a friend to nature, improving your country's relationship with nature. Well, that's true. That's true. That's what they were saying in October 2019. Not to mention dropping gas prices. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. Kidding. Well, like I'm glad you said old. that because, you know, we're going to circle back on that. So they did have one thought about how it was a threat to national security, but then also global warming and it could improve our chances of improved relations with Mother Nature. All right. Headline, Live Science, January 2020. Moving up ahead down the timeline here. Top-secret UFO files could gravely damage U.S. national security if released, Navy says. You know, I hear that, and, and it just makes me go, hmm. Gravely damage U.S. security? Is that from within or from without? Well, when you look at it from the context of what we know now going on in Russia and Ukraine, it, it especially makes you wonder, right? Right. It's true especially with some of the objectives it seems that the Russians are trying to do, trying to take over Chernobyl. And uh, today I saw where they're trying to attack the largest, what is it, atomic plant in the world, trying to take over that area. So it seems like they do have some very specific goals in mind with uh, some of the things they're doing. I saw actually an update on that atomic plant that it's on fire now from attack. Oh, is it? Yes. Oh, that's, that's not good. So that was January 2020. Moving on now to April 2021, things really started picking up here. Headline, Global News, April 2021. Leaked footage of pyramid-shaped UFOs is real, Pentagon says. Leaked footage of pyramid-shaped UFOs is real, Pentagon says. I mean, why all of a sudden it seems like in the last three years are they they verifying these things? It's just strange to me that because obviously these things have been reported to the military for a long period of time, and now in the last three years they're just blowing up in the 
the files and blowing open the doors to a lot of these things. What do you think about it? Well, I just wonder how are we supposed to frame these UAP encounters with the Russian invasion of Ukraine, the return of the threat of nuclear war. Smitty, I don't know if you remember, but there was a term from the Cold War, and the term, it was an acronym. I'm, I'm pretty sure it was SAD, not Students Against Drunk Driving, but Simultaneous Atomic Disaster. Yep. And now it's back in the news, right? And so this is why I wonder, you know, we've got these headlines about threats to our national security, UFO videos that are real, and how how are we supposed to put those into context with what's currently happening? Because now it's like, you know, is this really important? Is this even real? You know, how how are we supposed to think about the possibility of higher technology aircraft in the sky while we're looking in the face of potential World War III? I wonder if it's sleight of hand distract you from what's really going on by these other revelations that these things exist to keep your mind off this other. It's possible. Yes. And I've been saying that for a while with COVID, right? Like we're right. not only have we been so obsessed with COVID, as well as other just silly news like Britney Spears, you know, for example, but these other countries, they have they've not been obsessing over this sort of thing. You know what I mean? Right. And right under our noses, they've been making plans and progress in other areas. Well, I mean, it's almost like you go back to the Gulf War and the the weapons of mass destruction. That's all we heard. And we did not find any weapons of mass destruction. But that was something that they latched on to to do what they wanted to do to a certain extent. Right. And, of course, they did get rid of Saddam Hussein, who was a, a mass murderer and everything. But it was cloaked in something totally different uh, because those WMDs didn't even didn't exist in Iraq. Right. Is this what they're doing? Are they trying to get our mind off these things? I think it's certainly plausible. Oh, we got another headline from June 2021, Washington Post. U.S. unable to explain more than 140 unidentified flying objects. That was not that long ago. June 2021, remitting there's 140 unidentified flying objects or more than 140, that we simply cannot explain. That's a pretty high number. You know what? I'll just say it's terrifying to me that as we go into the threat of nuclear war, as we have people literally talking about World War III, and and we we hear the Pentagon say things like, we can protect the homeland against threats. In June 2021... Washington Post says there's over 140 unidentified flying objects we can't even identify. We can't identify them. We can't catch them. We can't shoot them down. We can't tell where they're from. But now you're telling me we're okay? That doesn't make any sense. I mean, that that makes absolutely no sense whatsoever. Can't, uh, can't even identify something, much less 
you know, combat against whatever it is. I don't know if you remember uh, G.I. Joe when we used to watch that when we were kids. And the last thing they would always do was give you a safety tip. And they would always say, no one's half the battle. Well, basically what <laughs> yes. they're saying is we don't know. And if we don't know, we're not even winning the first half of the battle, much less the second half of the battle. Because if we don't know what it is, we can't combat against whatever it might be. For sure. It's it's really strange. But going back to what we were talking about, about distracting us, you know, that's what the Romans did. They had bread and circuses. If they could keep everybody happy and distracted and full uh, with the gladiatorial games and wheat, and they gave them wheat to make bread, and then the people wouldn't rise up and they wouldn't say anything. They would just be fat and happy. Right. Maybe that's what's happening. It could be. Also in June 2021, headline, The Guardian, Something's Going On, UFOs Threaten National Security, U.S. Politicians Warn. Are they really? Were they really threatening national security? I I don't see how. I mean, one, we haven't been attacked. Two, when is the, the last time you've ever heard of something really, really unexplained happening that caused a major catastrophe that we could not somewhat explain anyhow? So how would they threaten major? How would they threaten our security? Right. So, Smitty, I think we should just play our own some of the possibilities here. I've been reading a book that used the word palaver quite a bit, so I was ready to throw it out there. But, I mean, there's only a few scenarios here. Number one is a scenario where you're the person that believes these are UFOs, unidentified flying objects, or they are UFOs in control by alien beings, extraterrestrials. Let's just go that path. How does that apply to simultaneous atomic disaster, World War Three, Russia. I mean, are the two things even connected? I don't see unless the, the aliens are teaming up with the Russians, which would be bad. Oh, for sure. Well, if it is an advanced technology and controlled by an advanced intellect, they are bound to have some sort of thought, insight, own war, right? Right. I mean, we've heard plenty of, enough on this show about Foo Fighters from World War Two, about UFOs in Vietnam, for example. Oh, yeah. I mean, I just don't see how it, it's... I just, like I said, it's just so strange to me that the fact that all of a sudden we're bombarded with all of these things. Yes, absolutely. And all this is being declassified. It's just really mind-boggling if you think about it because the government has done so much to cover up so much stuff for all these years and all of a sudden they're just like we're going to just open the closet and pull all the skeletons out and let everybody see them it doesn't make any sense to me whatsoever right and another path here is they're a foreign adversary all right so in that case I mean, how scary is that? This is a foreign adversary with technology beyond our ability, beyond our comprehension, really. Well, I mean, how many countries could that possibly be, right? 
aren't we really only talking Russia or China? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to say that would be the only two that I could think of that it would have the capabilities. I don't see England really having the capabilities to do that. Or it could be us. Yes, yes. And so that is another possibility. It could be us. And that's a great, a great point. So, Smitty, if it is us, then I think it's worth worthy to explore that train of thought. If it is us, then we are in possession of this advanced technology. If perhaps you believe what some people report about Roswell, I'm cur- you know I'm currently reading The Day After Roswell, which claims we did uncover UFOs and alien beings and extraterrestrial technology, and we have been crafting our own technology based on reverse engineering what we found at Roswell. But if it is our own stuff, Smitty, how does that apply to, one, Russia's invasion of Ukraine currently, and two, the threat of World War III? I mean, I don't know that it has anything to do with Russia's invasion of Ukraine uh, if they don't know that we have the technology. But it does make sense that possibly if we have developed this technology and we don't want other countries to know we've developed this technology, that we release the information as UFOs. You know what I'm saying? Yes, Kind of like a faint, you know, kind of like in basketball. You're driving a lane and uh, you do a crossover and leave a guy laying on the floor over here. And this might be a crossover to where we're saying we don't have a clue why this stuff's going on, but it may be us the whole time. Yes, I, I wish our military consultant, Mr. J, was on with us tonight. I actually invited him. He wasn't able to attend tonight. But, Smitty, here's what I concerns me though if it is ours and i think that is a definitely there is a percent chance it is ours you know that's one of the themes from day after roswell the book i'm reading highly recommended by the way is that there's this phenomenon where our military branches literally keep these things secret from each other so the army doesn't want the navy to know what they've got the air force doesn't want the Navy to know what they've got, and so on and so forth. Even with these headlines, this is all Navy. This is basically no input whatsoever from the Air Force. Now you tell me, and by the way, I've been told that the Air Force has much more advanced technology in terms of picking up aerial phenomenon and scanning them and detecting them. So you tell me, who's going to have more information on UAPs, the Navy or the Air Force? But all we're getting is this from the Navy. But what concerns me, Smitty, is if it is ours, all we've seen so far is advanced technology capable of evasion, evading, right? We've seen it evade fighter pilots. We've seen it disappear. We've seen it look fuzzy on somebody's cell phone video. Or go underwater, that one, the Tic Tac video. Yes, and that's been reported by military personnel the ability of these ships, whatever, to go underwater and and through the air. But what is what good is that going to do you in World War Three? Is that is that all they're capable of? Is just advanced evasion? I don't know. That's a good question. 
as a history teacher, you know, many people may not be aware of this, but when we developed the atomic bomb, this is how secretive it was that Harry Truman, the vice president of the United States, had no idea that the atomic bomb existed until he became president with FDR died. I mean, that's high level. You're talking about vice president of the United States, and they kept that secret from him. Uh, and so when he was president, he obviously FDR died of heart problems, and Truman found out about it, and he was shocked that we had the capability to do something to that effect with such destruction. So, you know, what, what all do they keep from even people who are far, far up in the government? Right. So you have to think that if it is we were going down the train of thought and exploring the, the possibility that these unexplained aerial phenomena are ours, the United States' own aircraft, if they are ours, don't you think that we have got to have some sort of offensive capabilities on them that that okay they we've proven they can evade beyond anything but surely our military would be exploring offensive capabilities wouldn't wouldn't they oh i would say yeah i mean we've been developing weapons since the beginning of basically the american revolution you know trying to better weaponry so yes i would think so i mean even you know you look at the some of our tanks and they can travel fast they can evade but they also have a lot of firepower like the m1a1 abrams it's got a huge amount of firepower can travel up 60 miles per hour is very evasive but it can definitely lay some stuff to waste in its path it makes you wonder if this is why russia right now is just sticking to a very traditional military old school approach well, I've thought about that too, and I think <clears throat> I think maybe one reason is so not to bring down the wrath of the United States, you know, or in the really the United Nations, because I think if they stick to more of traditional, uh, they're probably look the other way a little bit more than they would if they just started, you know, really uh, opening up like we did. They did in World War Two, where they just dropped bomb after bomb after bomb but they actually did use what was that bomb they used the other day father of all bombs or mother of all bombs i heard rumor about that and somebody told me that they thought it had happened but i never actually saw that confirmed well they use a uh was a vacuum bomb which sucks oxygen from the air to trigger a huge explosion oh yeah ukraine claims they used an illegal vacuum bomb of course Ukraine's claiming that, so... That's what they kill Godzilla with. Yep. <laughs> Ukraine claims... This is on Fox News. Ukraine claims Russia used a legal, legal vacuum bomb during an invasion, potentially a war crime. Wow, interesting. I had not heard that. And I'm kind of joking about that's what they killed Godzilla with because in the original Godzilla with Raymond Burr, it was kind of a corny ending. They killed Godzilla with a bomb they called the Oxygen Destroyer. I'm pretty sure I've got that right, but that, that was I not so. right. That wasn't a real bomb. <laughs> it says a vacuum bomb is a thermobaric bomb weapon 
that's typically more devastating traditional is it absorbs oxygen in a given space to cause a significant blast capable of vaporizing humans. So that's some pretty big technology. Oh, for sure. And that would tie in with what Mr. J, our military consultant, just texted me. Right now in Ukraine, elevated radiation levels detected at the biggest nuclear power plant over there under attack right now, elevated radiation levels. So, Smitty, let me read this next headline and and then ask you something. July 2021, headline CNN. UFO report says UAPs may be a national security threat. Here we go again. If this is ours, Smitty, is it possible that we could see, playing out on television here soon, Russia being obliterated by American UFO technology, if need be? If need, I mean, if it exists, yeah, possibly, yes. But, you know, that's going to be uh, a massive thing because, I don't know, we've always been scared to really annihilate somebody for because we believe that maybe they might, you know, during the 60s and 50s, we we believe that if they, they shot something at us, we'd shoot it back, and basically it would annihilate both both of us during right. the Cuban Missile Crisis. The sad, the simultaneous atomic destruction. Right. And I was looking here, it says fire breaks out at nuclear power plant in Ukraine, and it says the Russian forces are firing from all sides at the nuclear plant. One of the largest in Europe. That doesn't sound like the smartest thing in the world to do, uh, firing at a nuclear plant. But no, it doesn't. No, it does not. I don't understand exactly why they're doing all this to begin with, personally. But Well, we may get into that in a second. But, you know, the other line of thinking we have to think, and, and you know, we have to consider the fact that if SAD became a possibility, that we might see play out, okay, the unleashing of, a fleet of American UFOs or American UAPs, if it came to that, right? Yeah, that would be amazing. And there is a percent chance that they are ours, of course. So, Oh, yeah, there's a percentage for sure. I think I honestly think that we could be possibly the only one with the capabilities of doing that. But you think about it, UFO crash landings and all those things have always been somewhat associated with the United States of America. It makes sense if the capability could be reversed, it would be reversed here because of the past that we've had with some of these things that seem crash landed in the United States. Right. Well, let me ask you this, Smitty. Let's just say it's not ours. Right. Which means it's either alien, foreign adversary, or something else. Where should we put these UAPs now in our priority list? I don't know. That's a good question. With everything that's going on, it's, uh, as of right now, I mean, I I don't see that they're real high up on the list because they haven't really uh, threatened us. You know what I mean? Right. But you've heard the headlines, though, right? They, they are the news. The media says these are a threat to national security. Yeah, I know it. I, I, I like you said though earlier. I mean, what? Where's the threat? They, they, we see them. They're here. They haven't done anything. You know, uh, it'd be like me seeing a guy carrying a gun down the street. Well, 
He's just walking. He's not shooting at anybody. Is he really that big a threat? You know what I mean? I don't know. It's hard to to gauge that. Of course, you know, the reason that they have those could possibly be because they want to use them for some destructive purposes. Right. It's like after World War One, Woodrow Wilson wanted to demilitarize most nations. That way, if we did get angry at each other, we couldn't go and destroy one another if we didn't have all the military and all the weapons and all the bombs anymore. Of course, that didn't exactly pan out because World War II happened 21 years later. Right. Well, I certainly think that if they're not ours, we would have to view them as a potential threat, right? At oh, the very yeah. least, because apparently we cannot stop them. So if they are a potential threat, then I wonder where on the priority list do they fall given the potential threat of World War Three, for example? Well, I guess it really depends on if they belong to another country or they are an alien entity because they're an alien entity. Who knows? They might be friendly to us. They might be friendly to Russia. They might be friendly to someone else. They may not even have any interest in getting any fight with anybody they may just be observing us like we're monkeys in a zoo or something right it's possible you know what it reminds me of smitty and and you could probably comment much more in depth on this it reminds me of world war ii as germany was reported to have been in pursuit of advanced technology that or that they could weaponize from one alien technology to religious artifacts such as the Ark of the Covenant, and three, just other paranormal type of things that they could weaponize. Oh, yeah. They were definitely into the occults, deep into a lot of different things like that. And, you know, they were trying to look for any type of advantage. And even the Russians at one time were trying to make a half-gorilla, half-man soldiers. You know, and yes, of course, don't know that it worked out, but I don't know that it didn't either. So, you know, I mean, I don't know that it did either. So uh, it's, it's one of those hard things to say. But yes, they've always looked for the advantage. It makes me wonder, Smitty. This was legitimately happening in World War Two. Germany, of course, one of the major powers there. They were seeking, like you said, occult, paranormal, UFO, religious, other artifacts and and abilities to bolster their odds of winning World War II, right? Right. Is it possible that during these last two years that the United States, for one, has had some sort of advanced knowledge of the potential of this day, of the potential for World War Three, and that we have elevated, that we have escalated our research into extraterrestrial technology just to bolster our ability? I mean, it's possible, you know, and the thing about it is, is we don't know a whole lot about what goes on as far as espionage-wise goes. You know, we may still have plenty of people over in Russia that are spies right now, so we don't know how much they knew about what would potentially happen 
with Ukraine and with Russia. You know, and that's the thing that we have to, to think about, what goes on behind the scenes. You know, we had a guy in the FBI in the 1990s that was taking pictures as documents, and then he would leave the film for the Russians, and they would come get it and replace it with cash. He's now serving 23 hours a day for the rest of his life in prison. I think he gets one hour outside, so he's in maximum security prison. Oh, if they can get somebody on the inside over here, maybe we had somebody on the inside seeing the handwriting on the wall, per se. Right. That brings up something else I wanted to get into and how we can frame this in the context of what's going on now with Russia, Ukraine. Are you familiar with clairvoyant remote viewers? To be continued.